Welcome to this week's podcast. Here we are, deep in the shits. Now, I did want to go right from Ruby Ridge to the Oklahoma City bombing, but then I thought to myself, why drag us down into a bottomless pit of despair with wild whites doing crimes? And I figured we might want to spice it up a little bit, travel around the country, see if we could find some goofy crimes. And that's what we did. We're a true crime show. Me and Andy found some true crimes that are unbelievable. We're going to talk to you about the dumbest facts in the history of fucking spree crimes. Tonight on Death Metal. Yeah, I remember the intro for the first time in like a month. Yeah, first Why time. Why did I keep forgetting that? <laughs> Something's wrong with me, man. ADD, dog. You got something deep down inside. You got that ADHD. That's true. Yeah, it happens, brother. But I made the format. I've stuck by the format for years. and then Yeah. Well, a couple times we skipped, but it's, it's whatever. But like in a row. It's been recent. Yeah. It's got a lot on your plate. Finish the I beans. I, would, <laughs> I came over here so mad. Because uh, there was a fucking wreck, like on the only like we're like we're way out in the country. I don't think people understand when we say they think like oh they're just off in a southern state. Well, that's true, but like we're in a trailer. The nearest neighbor is. I mean, you couldn't walk to it comfortably. You'd be sweaty by the time you got there, right? Uh, you'd be ready to break one. Well, like the the person that owns the trailer is on the same property. That's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you, it's, it's gotcha. secluded. Yeah. So I'm driving way out here, and there's a fucking wreck on a one-lane road. And then the cop decides that the smartest idea to contain the situation is to, like, make everyone turn around. And then while we're, we're driving behind him to stop every car and tell them to turn around. So I wasn't even going in the direction of the wreck, but I still got stuck. Yeah. Because the fucking cop decided he needed to tell every person instead of just, like, stopping his car. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Arkansas, man. And then you've been arguing online with some fucking... Redneck, fucking stupid fuck. Yeah. Got a guy that's in the last couple of days in my hometown. He uh, is basically chasing off uh, mentally ill people that are homeless that I, I personally know. And uh, saying, don't you know, the sign says, uh, you work hard for your money. Don't give them to bums. And he's threatening. He Like yesterday, he took his uh, big pit bull out. And in a post, he's put, like, I'm going to take my dog out tomorrow and teach him how to sick balls. <laughs> Something yeah. to that effect. And, yeah. like, he's just talking tough to all my friends and shit. No, and it's just, just it's boomer shit. It's, yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah. clearly I fucking complain about the way the internet is. Yeah. But this is the problem is that you, someone in their, in their, all right, so let's say, you know, your life went by, right? Yeah. You never, like, maybe you thought, because he also made up, like, a bunch of lies. In the, on the yes. internet, because he was like, I'm special forces, I'm in these motorcycle gangs. Yeah. He just made himself sound super tough, so it's like, okay. Like, obviously, you have this image you want to portray of yourself. No, anytime anyone says they're special forces, they aren't that. Well, the thing the thing that's so stupid about it, too, is like... I, like well, let me... The, yeah, yeah, go uh, ahead, go so ahead. Like, you lie. You project an image of yourself. A lot of people do that. Basically, everyone does that. Like, you go on a first date. Yeah. And you're like, no, I've got all my shit together. I'm not a psychopath that jams thumbtacks into my dick every night. I'm yeah. cool. Don't worry about it. 
You know, you portray an image of yourself, but deep down in that, especially when you get into crazy shit, like, uh, what do they call that? Uh, stolen Valor? Yeah. You're doing, like, Stolen Valor. Just insane shit. Making up lies about yourself. It's because you wanted to be, you wanted to get attention for accomplishments. Yeah. And when you're like, well, I'm guessing the dude's like in his 50s, probably. Yeah, he tried to say he was like a 20-year patch member of the Banditos and all this shit. And I got a friend that's credible who said that's not the case. Yeah. And uh, the... The thing that's stupid about it is I've got a family that uh, they, have, the they have a five they have a five year old boy that yeah, they're trying to for one they're trying to feed they're trying to feed God him damn it. and this guy's You're bullying the worst him. Of this. No, I'm not. No, because if you let me finish what I'm saying, okay, go ahead. The guy's a liar, and mm-hmm. the reason that he's holding his sign up, and the problem with it's going to feed in perfectly to the, like the facts, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. the problem with the internet especially when someone older that doesn't understand that it's just a facade it's not reality yeah i think that we're in a spot where old people and young people don't know that it's not real yeah like if we want to get in a fight we're right next to each other yeah the pain's real the effort's real it's not fun no when we realize that one of us has to make the other one stop fighting it's not fun yeah but you you live the type of life where you're like, here's the person I am. I'm a special forces motorcycle enforcer, murderer, killer. I want to beat people half to death. And that's the fantasy world you live in. Yeah. But instead of like doing any of those things, right? Like <clears throat> there's MMA gyms, there's weightlifting gyms, there's all types of things where you can physically exert yourself in a dangerous fashion. You could yeah. ride dirt bikes over ramps. Like there's all types of things. But then what you decide to do, because you want to be a tough guy, but you're not. You make it up. Yeah. So the thing that you do to fit that image is you go and harass fucking innocent homeless people like what you're about to say. Yeah, I mean, several of the people that he chased off are like people that have severe mental illness, like post-traumatic stress disorder. The guy that I know that I'm speaking out specifically is a, like has the worst post-traumatic stress disorder I've ever seen, and I've dealt with it plenty of times. And the other is a family of two or of three, and they're I think he's five now. Their five-year-old son and she lost her job, and she really tries hard. And I don't know what the situation is, but they they bounce hotel room to hotel room and, and do all this other stuff. And it's just kind of, I don't know if it's addiction or whatever. But it's like, even at that point, the guy's idea is like, they're all junkies or this. And it's a mental health disorder if they are junkies, for one. You fucking stupid fuck. And then on top of that, there's a kid involved. And it's like, they don't want to be separated from their parents. DHS doesn't want to, DHS will take the kid. But the thing is, is like I really hope that they work it out. The kids not being abused, all this stuff. But this guy chased them off, and they're just simply like holding a sign that says, "Like help me, I'm you know I need to feed my son, yeah. you know shit like that." And this yeah. guy chases them off, and then he's like threatening violence, brings his dog to yeah. come fucking do whatever, and he's not going to do shit. Well, that's <laughs> like, this is like a small town issue. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the bigger point is, it's like this happens everywhere, yeah. and the, the reason why it happens. I mean, like, this is a new phenomenon of people going out and enacting things so that they can take pictures of it and post it online. Yeah. Because, like, you went there and the guy wasn't even there. He wasn't there. His wife posted the pictures, and that's what blew up. Right, so it's like... But she also messaged me and said she's going to help me out. She wanted to help me out and deal with all this shit. But it's like, the the idea of him being, like, this fucking cool superhero motherfucker is, like, he's not even helping anybody. But because he's part of a certain political party that it looks cool well, for him, you know. It's a fifty-something-year-old man, yeah, who's bored, who doesn't, who did not, who was not a special forces military person, yeah, that like never had any accomplishments. So now, 
because they've like you know I fucking knew what social media was because I grew up in it. Yeah, like I was I had fucking Makeout Club. Yeah, I had Live Journal. I had Zanga. Like I came into social media. It's not real. Yeah, like you know. I use that shit. If I didn't, if we weren't doing the podcast and I wasn't trying to like go do stand up comedy shows and people look at your shit, I would delete everything and have a fucking flip phone. I think about it every day of my life. Yeah. But that, like, what we're looking, you know, we have like one small town problem. It doesn't matter. It's going to go away like tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that, 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 uh, you know, it's like a, it's a, just, the nature of the world that we fucking live in and is it's, maddening. And so, it's stupid. And, it, and the thing is, is there's a lot of that kind of shit that happens in this town. Yeah, because The only problem is I can't ignore it because the people that I work with are threatened right now. Well, the and people and I and care that's about. that's homeless people you know? and like homeless kids. Like your main job yeah. is to like to help people that are under 24. It's your job. Yeah. And it's your job not because it rocks as a job, because you give a shit yeah. about people. Yeah. And you go out and you do a fucking insane job to help like to people under twenty four, yeah, off the streets. I'm and, not. And, and I'm not like, carrying a gun. I don't call backup. I mean, I'm in some, some crazy situations, and this guy's acting like he's fucking tough. And the thing is, is like bottom line, if it comes down to it, we can literally go somewhere, sign some papers, and just fucking uh, fight. Relax, you know, relax. but but that's not gonna happen <laughs> no. because the guy's a pussy. I'm trying to make a so, global point. Yeah, no, and I, I get just, you, That's man. not the I way it you. works. It's fakes. Yeah, yeah, it's frauds, and it's like, and here's some advice. I mean, we're off rambling. I'm circling back around because we're going to talk about hilarious crimes. Because why? And I'm just telling you why. I want to get into something more fun this week because it's like, it's like we like all surround ourselves with all depressing things all the time, right? Like we just a continuous cycle of negativity that I need to break out of, and I want everyone else to too. And it's not. It's just you know, like I'm do research for the podcast, and I get depressed. Because, like, we're doing Ruby Ridge. Yeah. It's all sides of it were bad. And yeah. you look at every angle of, like, how, how do these things happen? And they, it's, it's not like it's isolated. It's all day, every day, everywhere. People making terrible decisions. The people in charge forcing them into those decisions. It's, it's a grim world. So we try to have some fun. And then even with this, I'm trying to have fun. And it's still like, man, cops... And the legal system sometimes are out of control. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, what is it, it? You know, we're just trying to have some fun. But an important piece of advice that I was thinking about in all this, because I know a lot of people. I mean, there's no way to get away from the internet now. You're just on it. Everyone's on social media, and that's good because we want you to follow us for, for sure and interact and all the fun things. But a helpful bit of advice: if you ever come into like bullying, if you ever come into anybody threatening you anybody that is a threat will not threaten you no anybody that is proficient at violence knows for a fact it's not fun yeah it's not something you want to be involved in you will do almost anything to avoid it because a life or death situation does not feel good even to the most deranged psychopaths we've talked about there's yeah. a brief moment of bliss, but it's not like you see uh, Jeffrey Jahmer or Ted Bundy charge at a group of people. No. They did calculated attacks on weaker victims. Why? Because violence isn't fun. Well, that's the thing is that the people don't realize it's, it's not, oh, I'm just going to beat somebody's ass. It's literally like a week or two of recovery. after you. If you're getting into a fight with somebody worthwhile, 
it's not a fucking just like, oh man, I'll be fine tomorrow. It's not like that. Oh, you might die. Like it's it, you feel like you will you so, most of the time. You fall and hit your head on the curb and die. Yeah. And, and especially if it's somebody who doesn't know, like they're just a literal hard fuck. Maybe they just got out of prison. Maybe they're literally in a biker gang. Who knows? But it, it, it's not that simple. And so people that just go around threatening people weaker than them, talking about beating young asses like this guy is talking about, they don't know shit. And the thing is, is but like, I, 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 yeah. you know, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Nah, but, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. like the go-to. And we're talking about an internet world that isn't real. Yeah, exactly. And it just becomes more and more dangerous because, like, when you... But we're pussies, you know. That's the thing. Well, like, when, you ma- when, you, when you make yourself... When you're that type of person... Who who use who knows that there there's no physical consequences for saying whatever you want to on the internet when you're a bully when you know you can get away with it even in even in person if you know like if you're that a bully online and you continuously threaten violence and then you see someone in person and you continue, you do it to them and they don't retaliate you get a feeling of confidence that's a false feeling because you haven't been into the physical conflict. You've only used your words to try to intimidate people, and that works some of the time. But when it doesn't work, you got a big fucking problem that you're not prepared to deal with, and that's fucking dangerous. So, you know, I, I know that nobody that likes us would be, be acting that way, but if someone is treating you that way, I just feel like it's worth saying that when someone is threatening you, I mean, take it with the biggest grain of salt because that's, that's what gives them the pleasure yeah. is the threat. They don't want the violence, you know? Like I tell my kids... If someone's talking to you like that, a swift physical response is the end of it. Yeah. Because that's what they don't want. Yep. No one would ever project. Punch them in the nose. They start crying. Their nose is bleeding. They're, then they're going to go tat. They're, they're the tattletales. The reason they're projecting yeah. a threat is to keep physicality from happening. That's the whole point. It, you know, the, a venomous snake and a non-venomous snake. A non-venomous snake looks all cuddly. They got a round head. They got soft eyes. They're vibrantly colored. They look like you could pick them up and snuggle with them. A venomous snake looks like an arrow, pointy head, markings on them that says, don't touch me or you'll fucking die. Now, if you walk up to either one of those snakes, they will posture at you the same way. Mm -hmm. If you do not know the difference between the two, and it jumps in your path, and you have a three-second window to decide, is it venomous or not? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You don't want to get bit by either one and take a chance. So the person that is threatening you is the non-venomous snake. They don't have the goods to back up the bite, but because they're now in a confrontation with you. And then, of course, the difference between a person and a snake is a personal push. But anyway, I'm going long. The point is... You know, I just want all our people to feel safe all the time, you know? Beyond that, I didn't want to get into two insane white nationalists versus the government stories back-to-back. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. We're Let's trying to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, time yeah, right yeah. now. We're trying to have a good time. We drank White Claws. Yep. I got two drunks, so we ordered pizza. Yep. And now I'm, I feel like I'm in the zone. We also watch a shit porn. We did watch a shit porn. Make sure you're checking out our YouTube. We got constant. I almost ripped it, man. Fun content. You did. You got the, you know, I can tell when you're about to puke because you get like the real red teary eyes. Yeah. It's like yeah, an actual yeah. heave. <laughs> yeah. And when I puke, it ain't just like, oh, there's a little, it's a launch, man. I launch my vomit. 
Yeah, so I see what can we do for fun and true crime. We could just go through some of the because you always. I mean, there used to be like that Fox show, The Dumbest Criminals. Yeah, that's the funniest. My friend was on one of those. Oh, for what? Uh, he broke into a pawn shop or a bank. I can't remember, but he came in through the ceiling and fell down. He got locked in and he couldn't get out. Classic. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't climb back out the ceiling? Too no, hard. it was on Jay Leno. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, it's fun. A crime gone wrong. Anything gone wrong can be hilarious. So we'll get into the first one. 5.30 p.m. on a Tuesday night, police say Joseph McGinnis III, 21 years old, Tyree McCoy, 22 years old, Attempted to stage an armed robbery at a pub in Woodland, Maryland. Woodlawn, Maryland. One problem. The bar that they chose to armed rob that night was hosting a retirement party for a police officer. And so the bar is as full as it possibly could be of off-duty cops. According to police, the two men entered the takeout area of Monaghan's Pub in in Woodlawn. I swear I'll get my talking together. Held up an employee at gunpoint demanding cash. You know, like a takeout window, right? Meanwhile, dozens of Baltimore County police officers had converged on the pub to celebrate the retirement of Sergeant Dave Neal, a 29-year veteran of the force. A quote, at that time, the person who had been behind the counter knew that there was a retirement party for a police officer happening, so they went into the other portion and alerted the officers to the fact that they had just been involved in an armed robbery. The two men fled the bar on foot, but didn't make it far before they were apprehended by police, obviously. Neither police nor any employees of the bar were injured during the robbery or the subsequent foot chase. Jack Maloney, the owner of Monaghan's Pub, told the Baltimore Sun that he's surprised anyone would consider robbing his establishment, considering it's a known hangout for off-duty cops. He says it's kind of odd you would even attempt it. Police are always in here. There's always a decent amount of them. The two men were charged with armed robbery, possession of a handgun, transported to Baltimore County Detention Center. Police confirmed to local media that a use-of-force investigation was underway after one of the officers struck McCoy with a closed fist, which is legal cop speak of saying that those cops that were in the bar chased down and kicked the shit <laughs> out of them. So much so where they got a forced investigation. Tight. Great feedback. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening, but I ain't. Why? I don't know. I just ADD'd, man. I'm sorry. That's the whole thing you're here for. I'm trying, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. You ever thought about maybe perhaps trying a little harder? Man, that's what they said to me in school. <laughs> that that well, that didn't work. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Sorry, man. Sorry, sorry. Well, you know, I'm trying to fucking. Well, I'm sober. Is that true? Nope. <laughs> but if I get more drunk, I can pay more attention. Are you sure? Yeah, man. All right. Well, I got plenty more stories. Go for it. Let's do it. <laughs> Dude, you suck, man. This is going to be one of those fucking classic ones where you can't hold your shit together, and I got to carry the whole thing. Classics. Oh, yeah, like all of them. Like one out of ten. You're there. Every one. Except for one. 
What do you mean? <laughs> he the said, one time he said something. He said one out of ten. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, man, you know, crime's fun. We've been involved in some fun crimes. Yeah, we have. You know, classic uh, looking back at our youth things. You know, I don't wish I could take anything back. No. But there is things that I wouldn't want my fucking kids to know that I did. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yep. I mean, we used to, so like a, a classic thing that we would do is we would have to travel a lot and uh, we would often go camping. Yeah. Which is like, if you had to take a road trip, like let's say, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm taking, so I'm trying to think the least incriminating way to, I'm, I know we're well past the statute of limitations on all this shit. Yeah. So it's like, we have to be somewhere on the weekend. Uh-huh. So if we leave early Thursday morning, Generally, the Thursday night, we could get to a point of the drive that would be like a scenic place to be at. Yeah. And we would go camp, have a fire, maybe take a little thing or two, Mm -hmm. maybe just get drunk. Yeah. And pass out in the tent. It feels good. I recommend it. Being outside with Mm. your buds, a few of your good friends, it's great. Yeah. The problem that we would encounter with camping, money. Money. It all costs a lot. You know, it does. it's like you want to go and you want to camp. That seems very simple. Like it shouldn't cost anything. Right. Sure. Well, you got to factor in. Do you want to get drunk? You're going to need beers. Yes. And if you get drunk, what do you want to do? Fuck shit up. Well, and also eat food. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. get hungry. You can't go like in the woods and start drinking at 6 p.m. And hunt. You're going to be very hungry. Yeah. You're yes. not going to hunt. You're not hunting. We're not in hunting. We're in like national parks. So, yeah. You know, we need liquor and we need food. Well, we don't have a lot of money. So I'm not saying we did or didn't do this. And I'm not saying you should or shouldn't do it. If you're a young person traveling state to state and there's not any ramifications for it. I mean, corporations aren't people. They're bad. They're evil. Yeah, they suck. So you, you could walk into a Walmart, right? Yeah. And they all got styrofoam coolers. If they don't have styrofoam coolers, they have regular coolers. Yeah. And, and you could put, you know... Four or five packs of steak, a bunch of beers, yeah, the hard liquor if available. You might need a few other things. So you could just go ahead and fill the card up, and then you know, just, how are you going to pay for that if you don't have money? You got a few decisions to make. It's 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 hard to you've take. Already paid things. for it, man. You've already paid for it, right? If in your mind mm-hmm. you just know that you've paid for it, you walk out the door like you did, yeah. You know, it's hard for someone to look at that and say something's wrong. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, you got your friend that you text him right before you walk out so he can do the old distracting grab. He comes up and starts talking to the person that checks all the shit. That works. And then, you know, you just walk out. Yeah. And then uh, they go, oh, man, well, never mind. I I forgot my wallet. And they walk back out. Yeah. We're all in the car. We're enjoying a nice honey peanut butter fucking ribeye. (laughs) Yeah. Out in the middle of fucking woods. Yeah. You know, not to be specific. Because we didn't do that, but yeah, you know, I you would know. never. And you know, uh, we'll do some more tips throughout the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how about this one? <laughs> That's ridiculous. September. This this goes back to the entire internet process because it's a learning curve, right? Mm-hmm. I think we're a unique place where, when I was a young, like before I was a teenager, I didn't have the internet. When I was about thirteen or fourteen, I had dial-up. And that's when I started, you know, looking around and figuring things out. And so I did have life outside of social media, right? 
Yeah, it's I wasn't ingrained into that culture, and I think that the younger, I think that that like our kids, like the youngest generation, we know the dangers of of growing straight into that, but like five six years before them, I don't think anyone ever knew to tell them, hey, you need to live off of this. Yeah. So you have an entire generation of animals that are connected to all social media and think that that's what life is. And it bleeds out sometimes, like this. September 24th, a couple was arrested for robbing an Ohio bank. They posted photos to Facebook showing them posing with stacks of cash in the days following the crime. John Morgan, 28, Ashley Dubow, 24, were charged with the August 24th robbery of a bank in Asheville, a village 25 miles south of Columbus. I love that town, man. Which one? Asheville, but it's not Ohio. <laughs> you love the Carolina. Yeah, it's yeah. tight. Investigators allege that Mogan walked into the bank, gave a note demanding money to the tailor, teller, fuck, teller, who then handed over the cash. There's an above surveillance photo, of course, where he was wearing a black hoodie. It shows him with a stack of money and latex gloves with a hood on. But... With a hood and latex gloves, it's going to be real hard to cover your face. And, it, you know, sometimes your face could be a little indiscriminate, mm-hmm. especially if the cameras aren't that good. However, if you have giant fucking tattoos on your face, maybe wear a mask. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never robbed a bank before. Couldn't call myself a professional. Couldn't look back on experience. Yeah. Couldn't look back on experience and say, here's how you do it from a successful end. <laughs> you're just to just go, man. You're gonna, you're gonna, they call me Rip Van Winkle. It, you, couldn't, uh, you couldn't do it successfully off my word. How, you know, just a tip. And Mo- Mogan, a convicted felon who was just released from prison after serving five years for robbing a bank in Lancaster, a city 20 miles east of Asheville. A female accomplice was also arrested in connection with Mogan's July 2010 robbery of a Fairfield Bank branch. So he's got a fucking standard of operations. Mogan began serving a three-year parole term immediately following his July 19th from an Ohio State lockup. The heavily tattooed Mogan has the phrases, Loyalty's thin and betrayal's thick on opposite cheeks. Yeah. Which was, well, that's much better for your fucking butt cheeks, but the opposite, right? Uh Uh-huh. Because truly, betrayal's thin. Because when you think, all right, me and my asshole have come to an understanding, you're going to knock on the door before you come in. Yeah. Then that's a thick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you've never just thrown a log into your pants on accident. Nope. Never just farted out a substantial chunk. But hey, man, the thin one's got a... Double it. It's a. It might even be a single edge blade. Somebody <laughs> sent me a video of somebody taking a big old kitchen knife and shoving it up their ass today. And uh, how do you get involved in these things? You know, whoever's doing this, please stop. No, man, don't stop. <laughs> Here's the thing. I and I enjoy it because you do. Don't not not. That's the, great to hear. Not not so the, a man jamming it. No. Yeah. Okay. A man right. jamming a kitchen knife up his ass. Yeah. You enjoy that. Not necessarily that, but the but the uh, the buildup. Like, how do you you know you got to work yourself up? You know how like whenever you were a kid, 
And somebody's like, you're a bitch. And then you were like, no, you're a bitch. And then it's like, you're not going to do nothing. You're not going to do nothing. But I feel like that's a work of shoving a blade up your ass. It's like the dude's got more than one boys telling him, like, shove it up your ass. You're not going to do a bitch. Oh, he did it. But <laughs> it's, it's more the psychology more than the pleasure. Which yeah. the guy was coming. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> investigators allege that prior to Mogan driving to the Asheville Bank, Dubot applied makeup to his face and neck to, to cover his numerous tattoos. But he didn't look, I guess, because you can still plainly see that he's fucking, you know. he. The, this is the weird thing about tattoos. He looks like Jacob Bannon from Converge. Uh-huh. But, I, you know, he doesn't have a tattoo on his face that says betrayal's thick. Yeah. Whew. The image <laughs> that prompted a relative to complain online that Mogan didn't, quote, hook a brother up, mm. referring to the loot. Mogan replied to him, that's called a McStack. Whoa. And he then wrote back to his cousin, I got six spans, brah. Real shit, N-word. And th- this is a white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must live in Hawaii now at this point. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there was more than one photo of him holding the money. It was posted to his Facebook page and then shared by Mogan and Dubow. And pretending to brick a cash, the classic words, your phone. Yeah. I got a call. What's that? $20,000? Oh, no big deal. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it only took a day. A fucking day. <laughs> until police instantly knew. These are the motherfuckers that robbed the bank. It's not yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Tattoo face, stack of cash. Serial numbers. Come you on. You got to get off the fucking internet, man. <laughs> you got to get off the fucking internet. Stupid. Stupid as shit. How about this? We go to your favorite state, Kentucky. Mm. Oh, Kentucky's when you fuck us and you suck us. <laughs> Kentucky woman, <laughs> which just sounds like. I'm in a mini of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. An old Kentucky woman. It just man. sounds like, man, like, uh, you headed down to the bar tonight? Like, yeah. What do you get into? But I'm going to crack open a few colds. Hopefully, I meet me an old Kentucky woman. Yeah, man. <laughs> One thing leads to another. She was in jail on Wednesday after authorities caught her trying to shoplift merchandise while her son took part in a shop with a cop event. Tight. Yeah. Police in Manchester, Kentucky, arrested Samantha Henson, only 26 years old, on a Tuesday night and charged her with theft by unlawful taking under $500, which is such a funny legal term for shoplifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theft by unlawful taking. I'm only... Uh, Your Honor, I would like to argue that this was actually theft by lawful taking. Yeah. (laughs) She needed it. Yeah. The the law dictates that if uh, officer... What do you mean theft by unlawful taking? Uh, The law, it dictates that if I was to uh, come back here and uh, show you my knockers, maybe perhaps it goes to lawful taking. That's New York, man. (laughs) Kentucky's more like, give me... Yeah, it's hard you to won't do. see what I do when I pull these <laughs> yeah, fucking bags go. out on you, Judge? <laughs> yeah. You gonna suck this milk out, cunt? I'll show you what I can do and what my boy does with the law. Woo! Your Honor, let me tell you right now. I got a size 
E cup. All right. Y'all gonna put me down in this prison, or y'all could say that it was a lawful act to take it, and I'll take y'all somewhere. And what yeah. I mean by somewhere is I'll suck the shit out of your judge ass dick right now, Your Honor. I like to put a ziplock on the back of my hands like I'm being arrested, and then you can just take whatever hole you want. We'll call that lawful taking. I'm gonna be honest with you right now, officer. You could bang that gavel in any hole you want to. Man, court adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> Shop with the cop programs. They're meant to build positive relationships between the community and police officers. They take disadvantaged children. They give them a small amount of money to go on an outing with police and shop for Christmas presents for their friends and family. That sounds fucking horrible. Yeah, it's a real thing. Why would you want to go shopping with a cop? I don't know, man. Like The rest of my family can suck my dick. But then my thing is this, is like, if that's already the scenario, then why not just fucking pay for the shit the mom stole? Yeah, you know the kids got no money. That's why you took them. Yeah. You knew that there was a fiscal problem. God it's damn. a 26-year-old mom with a teenager. Things ain't going good. No. It's Kentucky. Hell, mom and uncle and fucking brother are the same. Here's the pro. Your officer, listen, li- uh, officer, it's me, Lynette. Let- I'm going to tell you all something right here now. Look. Ever since they closed the, closed the coal mines, I had to open my whole mines, all right? How am I supposed to pay for lunch unless I gave you this pussy for brunch? Now, what we could do is all the Listerine I'm trying to get back to my house to drink because there's no liquor in this Walmart. You could just let me slip away with it, yeah. and I'll let you piss all over me. Now, I got one eye that goes to the sky for the Lord, and I got one that looks down at the paperwork you gave me. <laughs> God damn I And I know that I can read, but it's real hard because it get jumbled up cause between the Lord's Word and what you put on this here paper. But God damn I'm just really enjoying some of this uh, party liquor from Walmart. Yeah. yeah, And when I mean by party liquor, I mean the Boone's Farm, uh, three or four bottles of it. Let me go, please. Yeah, so security personnel at the Walmart noticed the woman was concealing items under her clothes during the event. And they went up and awkwardly told the police... Who are there with more than 80 children? Wow. <laughs> they went ahead and had to arrest her. The arresting officer, Jeff Couch, said he found earrings and other jewelry on Henson. <laughs> how do you not? How do you not get away with stealing earrings? It, plus, it's like the, you know, wow. all that like time and need argument kind of goes out the window when she's like, well, these is going to look cute. Yeah. What are we having for dinner tonight, Mom? Well, I'll tell you after I puts these nice earrings on to attract a higher clientele. Yeah. Well, when you got one of them old weird eyes going on, you got one looking down, one looking up, you put one earring in the ear and one in the thumb, and they just always told you your whole life that that thumb is an ear. And then they just, how the fuck you... You going to keep trying to expound on that? No, man, oh, I'm just sitting thinking, good. how the fuck Glad do you get away? <laughs> how do you not get away with stealing earrings? I mean, because, like, nothing good. Like, no one's smart here. Hey, man, listen, we, well, we didn't really. Allegedly. We allegedly. Just for a bit. Got an Xbox One. The satire. No, it was a, it was a 360. It was an Xbox 360. Yeah, it was before. We, I mean, you know, Xbox One's the newer system. Yeah, we, I mean, you know, we got that. That's a big package. Yeah, and know. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's not an earring, but how the fuck you get away with that and not get away with that? I gotta assume it's pretty hard to be. I'm, I'm guessing she was in like, you know, Walmart, no boundaries brand leggings. 
like a, a small wife beater type shirt that doesn't fit the right way. Yeah. I'm just trying to cram them in her bowl. But this is a guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe she got like a can of pumpkin pie filling and walked over to the fucking <laughs> yeah. can opener and popped it open. was like, well, I shove these in here. Yeah. And put the lid down. Yeah. We'll be good. <laughs> yeah. It'll go off. But I, I mean, I know I didn't pay for the pumpkin pie filling, but, you know, nobody will know there's underwear and earrings in it. <laughs> yeah. I got a that is for my work. But she got a fly fucking tank though. Yeah, you would beat that. I'm my man. I mean if you if I you, almost had to say the woman from Waffle House. If one you're time. in Kentucky and you find someone down on their lucky, man, you give them a little tucky sucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's move on to Fort Myers Beach, which Florida is always the epicenter. You know what no, I mean? When you, yeah. I'm already happy that I know it's in Florida. Yep. Deputies with the Lee County Sheriff's Office arrested a man who they say committed a crime that was incredibly incompetent. Well, the police are saying that from one dumb to another. <laughs> when you're a burglar, deputies said that there's a few things you shouldn't do. One, you break into a building and the alarm goes off. Don't answer the phone. Now, let's say you did answer the phone. It's ringing. You picked it up. Natural response. Maybe you're drunk. Don't tell them your name. Now, if you fucked up that bad, right? Yeah. This is a rough night. You've been going through it. You're out on Skid Row. You just want to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. You answer the phone. You gave them your, your real name. But it doesn't. maybe you're a vagrant. It doesn't really matter. They can't find you. You're in the clear. Unless the next day you come back to the same place. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's probably not a future that's very bright. No. The alarm company called on the phone once the alarm went off, which is normal, to make sure everything's okay. He answered the phone. That's what George Thomas, I, manager of the Junkanoo Bar on Fort Myers Beach. I'm sure that's a real cool place. Oh, yeah. Come on down to the Junkanoo. It's like a junkie canoe. Yeah. It's we, what happened is that there's a river back here. There's manatees on it. I tried to have sex with them. You're not supposed to, so I had to make it seem like I was actually just driving a boat. When in, I was fucking the manatee, see, and it looked like I was moving along in a canoe, but I didn't have a canoe. And plus, you can't fuck a manatee from the inside of a canoe. Yeah. So what I did is I built a bunch of trash around me and the manatee I was fucking to look like a canoe, and there it was, the junk canoe. It's primarily made out of toasters. Yeah. Because I know somebody that did that to themselves and they died, and I wanted to do it in remembrance of them, you know, through the state of Florida. But plus, I still got a bust in this manatee. Now, Christopher Cron, you know, clearly not one of the fucking smartest burglars, but one of the most honest that the Lee County Sheriff's Department says they've ever seen. Detective Tim Lawler with the department says he answered the alarm company's call while he was inside the building. He admitted to answering the phone and he told us how nice and professional the lady from ADT was as he gave his correct name. Mm. However, he could not provide the correct password to the alarm company. Deputies then got called to the scene. When the bar owner arrived to work later in the morning, she reviewed the video surveillance tape and saw a man enter the business through a rear sliding glass door. The tape also showed the man walk around the bar grab just a bottle of alcohol and exit the business. Again, 
You're just trying to get by, baby. Yeah, that's man. not so bad. It's forgivable. Owner did an inventory of the bar, the alcohol left behind the bar, and discovered it was a bottle of Grand Marnier. Orange liqueur is not what I would do, fucking reach for when I'm at rock bottom, but whatever. No. <laughs> That's a fancy night on the streets. Deputies later observed a white male matching the description on the bar surveillance video, discovered it was, in fact, Cron, and then arrested him. Lawler added that Cron committed the burglary on the night of his birthday and finished off the rest of his personal birthday party at the Lee County Jail. God damn it. <laughs> Get it together, brother. Man, yeah, but he can't. And that's the thing is it seems like he was uh, mentally ill or just slow, you know? Yeah. Also known as? Phoebe, Phoebe, Phoebe. Can't connect the pain? To the brain. Retard. That's the other oh, word. Oh, there. That's the word. You pass the work around. That's the one. Big offensive. Man, you know. He'll tell you how it is. Just shove them down the stairs. They can't walk down. You're like you fucking, know? Uh, you know what I would like to hear? You know what the best thing ever would be? Like, you know, all these fucking dumb conservatives that have their agendas and they're like, we're going to stand with Trump. I would love to just say, uh, this is Rush Limbaugh, the EIB Excellence in Broadcasting Radio Network. Voice, a true gift from God. Thank you, of course, for tuning in to the broadcast today. It's me, L. Rushbo. And here's some things I wanted to say. First of all, retard, faggot. <laughs> man. I just let it all go, I, Rush. I, I was like, man. Do here. it, Rush. Do this it. This is the end. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were really going <laughs> Whatever, man. It just fucking uh, yeah. Just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just Quit being a wimp. Quit yeah. dancing. I was like, authorities today in Western Michigan have informed me that Bernie Sanders is in fact a faggot. <laughs> like why? And you know, if we're dealing with a guy, and I have a listener, Rush Limbaugh. I used to work at this fucking dentist office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like learning how to make dentures. Didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But when I was in the process, the guy that was doing it listened to Rush Limbaugh exclusively and do. Yeah. I mean, he's just like how he's like conservative Howard Stern light. Yeah. Like he wants to make people go, did he really just say that? But that person is like a 55 year old white Christian woman and he wants them to agree with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, it's a funny story today. Two men. Got caught. Uh, making sure I'm reading this right. It's the mainstream drive-by media pundits having sex with one another. That's right. Two men. The Bible said uh, the abomination, but they didn't care. They threw it out the window. The cops caught them. They dialed nine one one. One of the penises was one in the other one's asshole. Yeah, uh, that did. That's retarded. Hmm. Another day in life. You ever listen to Rush Limbaugh? Oh yeah. It's, I mean, dude. <laughs> he just whenever, wants to get out. Man, that's my thing is whenever, whenever people like that, like I think he's just a character, though. He's got to be. Well, my my thing is like whenever motherfuckers are like, the drug addiction is just people choosing to be that way. It's like, dude, that guy had his shit to get. He had money and then like yeah. got addicted to painkillers to a yeah. doctor. But he was just having a good time. He was. He sent, dude. He Until sent. He wouldn't. He know? sent. Look, all right. So again, we've got a duel. Uh, El Rushbo here. We we need to close the borders. We can't allow illegal immigrants. It's against the law. The law was put there 
to keep the people safe. Now, I did, at my house, all right, me, EIB Radio Network, there's a Mexican-made, here illegally, of course, it's not, no, not, you know, no green card, I brought her over here, and what I did, I sent her back across, right, you see, that's what she did now, no per, no luggage, the, the, the pussy, her pussy, the pussy, that was the purse, the luggage, the, the suitcase, and so she, Unchecked. for money, just crammed Oxycontin, Lorazepam, Viagra, deep. Now I say I've got a deep talent given to me from God. He came from the heavens and all the way in my lungs, he put this talent. And I took the prescription pills and tried to stick them that far up Consuela's pussy. Man, shout out to Sam. Talent. Where'd that come from? Because you said talent a hundred times. Uh, that's, that's our boy, man. Oh, yeah, and also, God damn, I'm so bad. Yeah, no, it's okay. Hey, we got a show next week. Yeah. Doing it live, you're not core, because I just wanted to make Jerry get out there, you know? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. not happy about I'm it. I'm going to be there, man. He's not happy about it. I love that. <laughs> I love it, too. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, Sam Town will be around. The which, best uh, point we could review is him fucking somebody. <laughs> yeah. And him dude. knowing that we're going to do it. Sam's got a beautiful wife. No, no, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking oh. about Jerry. But I was saying, I like, don't watch Sam, fuck. No, but that would be up. Just the way Sam looks. Yeah. Just listen, if you're not familiar with Sam, look up Sam Talent. Yeah. Just look at his Facebook. You'll see a picture of him and his wife. You're going to, you know. When they wrote out, just goes uh, to show you, like, if you don't think that this is the funniest person alive, look at him. Yeah, look at his wife. Oh, I'm saying is that motherfucker looks like an all real monster that making on the show. You right. Know? He he's <laughs> too scary. Yeah, the kids can't see it. You go, man. How you slap fish eyes and glasses on <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> he's got every bad feature, but he's such a good dude. You know, that's the, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the best. He is the funniest comedian. He just went to just for laughs in Montreal. Which I understand most of you, and I hope you're not a comedy nerd. That's the worst person. Yeah. If you are that, you already know. It's the it's the most important thing that like a stand up comedian can do that's trying to get in like the fucking television side of doing shit. Yeah. He went there and I get he did really well. So, you know, again, just look at him and look at his wife. He's like you know he's got a spe- he's got a superpower. Yeah. Something happened. <laughs> like he's got every bad physical trait. It's like if he's got a humpback, yeah, a gut, yeah, a weird double chin, yep, eyes are too close together and also too far apart. Now, how does that happen? Fish. How does that happen? That's fish eyes. They're man. over here, but they're close together. Man, he's strong. <laughs> you know what's crazy about all that, man? Is that like he's straight up like his wife looks like like the lady from Resident Evil movies, but then it's like a fat zombie. You know him. Yeah. Yeah. He's not killing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's no nothing. Yeah, I've never, like, met his wife in person, but yeah, dude. She's got to be great, though, you know. Well, he rules. That's the, you know. He's the coolest, It just And I just want, you know, I want you to come to the show if you're in Arkansas. I want you to come to the show at Vino's. 8-8. It's a Thursday night. It's only 8 bucks. 8-8-8. How's that? Yeah. Vino's. It's going to be a lot of fun. I got another comedian coming from Springfield, Missouri. Tom Gray. Very funny. It's going to be fun. Gonna make Jerry do a live podcast. He doesn't want to. That's fun. Yeah. Let's have fun. But this guy rocks. I mean, beautiful wife, disgusting human. I mean, like, you know, okay, it's like I'm a disgusting human, right? That's a princess of the frog, man. And I have I have got out of my league wife. 
Buddy, yeah. even more disgusting. Yeah. Even more out of his league. Yeah. Sam, you would rather have me and Buddy, you would rather drink our piss yeah. than to see Sam naked. Not even fuck him. No, You'd man. rather. I promise. Go look at his profile. I he just slaps all that fucking pork in a fucking Western shirt and gets up there. He's too funny. He's too, it's, too, it's too much to contain. I mean, last time I saw him, he made fun of us, man. He got yeah. our ass, you know, sure. got us good. And he like, like we're going to the bathroom and these other girls are going too. And he's just like, y'all just wait, man, until he gets done. Because, you know, like, he just got me, man. He's dangerous. take a buddy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good times, man. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. It's all fun. They accept I mean, he is. I mean, he really is disgusting. Yeah, I love it. Uh, this is one of the wildest ones that I got for the night. Polish author jailed over killing that he used as a plot to his book. Yes. Number one, I understand. That's a long running stereotype, Polish people are stupid. Now, my wife, you know, 75% Polish. Her dad, pure Polish. This is probably going to get me a divorce, but can confirm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So is she 75% dumb? She doesn't listen. No. No, she's fine. I'm just saying her dad is 100%. He's straight, it's like second generation Polish. He's done a couple cool things, though. He's cool. Yeah, at first I was like, man. he's dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Polish thing. It's like, how many Polacks does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know the N-word. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the joke, but you get it. Yeah, They're all yeah, stupid, yeah. right? I guess. I don't know, man. That's like a lot. You never heard that Polish people are dumb before? Yeah, I've Like Polak that. shit? Yeah. And that's like a Hitler thing, I'm pretty sure. That's what my fucking father always tries to say. Are you a Polish or something? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. You're going to die. Yeah. He's 68. Great Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's got two more weeks. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing good, man. man he's doing good, dude. Fucking Chris like, met him for the second time, and like he didn't remember meeting Chris the first time, and he goes, what do you do for a living? Chris goes, he goes I suck dicks. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. nah, man, he makes ice cream. And he goes, out of cum. Yeah. And he just blew his fucking mind, yeah. man. His old ass mind goes, he's like a dog. You got to socialize him. I could tell. <laughs> you know, like, no, you said that. Yeah, I said that, but then he agreed. Yeah, because you were like, he's going to get you. You got to be quick. Oh, yeah. No, you got to. You got to. He's cool, though, man. He's cool. I'm sure, but he ain't got much longer to live, dude. No, 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 no. (laughs) It's looking bad, man. He's he's done the most trolling ever in the fucking 70s and 80s. My father-in-law, I'm just saying, pure Polish. Yeah. If you don't want to take my word for it, listen to this shit. A Polish <laughs> pulp fiction writer was sentenced to 25. Why, why are you laughing at that even? <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking a broadcaster. Yeah, I'm yeah, a journalist. Yeah. yeah, man. Let me go. Vice. Yeah. Pulp fiction writer uh, was arrested, sentenced to 25 years in jail for his role in a grisly case of abduction, torture, and murder. A crime that he then used for the plot of a best-selling thriller. In a remarkable case that has gripped Poland for months, Christian Bala, a writer of blood-curdling fiction, was found guilty of orchestrating the murder seven years ago of a war claw businessman, Desarius Janisowski, in a crime of passion brought on by suspicion that the victim was sleeping with his ex-wife. Too bad it wasn't fucking Nurgle, man. Dude. 
if you're look, please kill Nurgle and write an erotic pulp fiction about <laughs> it. I would, yeah. You let Nurgle fuck your ex just to do it. Yeah, Who sure. cares? She's your ex, Nurgle. Shout He's got to go. Shout out to Behemoth. No. No <laughs> shout outs to Behemoth. Man, you know what? I was like always been like, man, but Behemoth's good, and they got some no, good they're shit. they're not. No, they ma- don't. Yeah, they do. They no. do have a couple things that are good. Negative. Man. They have way more shit that's worse than good. It's a terrible band. Now? Period. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm not debating that. They're bad. I don't care. They're bad. That's true. It's bad. In the novel... <laughs> the villain gets away with kidnapping, mutilating, and murdering a young woman. In real life, however, Bala, God has come up, and even though it was seven years after the disappearance of the advertising executive, whose murder confounded detectives until they read the book. The killing of Janiszowski was one of the most gruesome cases to come before the Polish court in years. With the murder he wrote subplot unfolding in the district court in Roklaw kept the country spellbound. Janisowski, said to have been having an affair with Bala's ex-wife, was scooped out of the River Otter near Roklaw in southwest Poland by a fisherman in December of 2004 weeks after he had gone missing. The police test revealed that he was stripped almost naked and tortured. His wrists had been bound behind his back, tied a noose around his neck before he was dumped into the river. The police had little to go on. Within six months, Commissar Jacek Robolowski detailed the investigation, led the case, dropped the case, and it remained closed for five years despite the publication in 2003 of the pot boiler amok by Bala, a gory tale about a bunch of bored sadists with the narrator, Chris, recounting the murder of a young woman. The details of the murder matched those of the Janisowski murder almost exactly. Bala, who had used the first name Chris on his frequent jaunts abroad, was arrested in 2005 after Commissar Roblowski received a tip-off about the perfect crime and was advised to read the thriller. Bala was released after three days for insufficient evidence, despite the Commissar's conviction that he had his villain. When further evidence came to light, Bala was rearrested. The case against him, however, remained circumstantial. Police uncovered evidence that Bala had known the dead man, He had telephoned him around the time of his disappearance and then sold the dead man's mobile phone on the internet within days of the murder. Using the goddamn internet the wrong way again. Who's going to learn? When Poland's television equivalent of America's Most Wanted aired the details of the case in an attempt to generate fresh police leads, the program's website received messages from various places in the Far East, places that Bala, a keen scuba diver, was discovered to have been visiting at the time of the messages. All along, Bala protested his innocence, insisting that he derive the details for the Amok thriller from media reports of the Janisowski murder. Sentencing Bala to 25 years in jail, Judge Lida Hojanska admitted that he could not be found directly guilty of carrying out the murder. But the evidence sufficed 
to find him guilty of planning and orchestrating the crime. The evidence gathered gives sufficient basis to say that Christian Bala committed the crime of leading the killing of Darius Janizowski, she said. The court heard expert... God damn it. <laughs> I only got so much in me. The court heard expert and witness evidence that Bala was a control freak, eager to show off his intelligence. He was pathologically jealous and inclined to sadism. Psychopath. Yeah, you know, fucking, you don't, you know, right in this fucking crime. You know what I mean? His lawyer said yesterday that Bala would appeal the verdict and sentence. And now, you know, he, he's still in prison. I went to make sure to check. Because I was just looking through the mounds and mounds of bullshit and found this one. It's like, how could this be? Uh, and how about this shit? Is like, he tried to pull up, like, he just shit that he tried to pull up to say, like, here's circumstantial things. So you can't look at this evidence. William Burroughs, accidental killing of his wife, Joan. He was attempting to shoot a glass off of her head, which was later documented in his novel, Queer. He wrote, I am forced to the appalling conclusion that I would never have become a writer, but for Joan's death. And then, of course, O.J. Simpson's fucking book, <laughs> Had I Done It. So, yeah, man, use your fucking brain. You're a writer. You're supposed to be an intellect. Don't pretend to be smart. You tried. You went too far, baby. Yeah. You stroked your brain too much. Keep it simple, man. Keep it simple or don't do it at all, man. Or get real good at being stupid to the point where everybody's like, man, I can't follow this. And then there's a twi- uh, a plot twist. What do you mean? Like uh, you're so dumb? Like a Stephen, like a Stephen King. He's one of those who's like, man, here's this, and here's this, and here's this, and there's a plot twist, and you go, fuck, man, my brain's blown. Like every, <laughs> what? Every, yeah. So, so you. So here's what I'm saying. You could do a crime because you're too stupid to go from point A to point B. No, man, here's what I'm saying is, is that, like, so Stephen King, man, every single book he's ever written ties into a world. Right. That he's created that all goes into Mostly one in Maine. Yes. Most people don't get that, but it's like. He just did it in such a way that it was fucking genius because he's probably fucking, you know, you know. You think Stephen King's on the uptake? The uptake of what? Killing? No, Bodies? Man. No, oh, no, 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 I got no, you. No, no, I'm just saying he's got a different kind of mind. Yeah. Yeah, he's retarded. Yeah. He got run over by a van. Did he? Yeah, he didn't know that. Nope. He was just out going for a drunk fucking stroll and got crushed. He started writing cool books. Nah, he was already writing cool books. Oh. Cool books. Cool books. <laughs> dude, I watched fucking Home Alone. Man, you're going for it, dude. <laughs> I was watching fucking Home Alone, dude, and I thought of you immediately. I know you love it when that fucking uncle's yeah. in the shower. He's like, hey, dude, I'm the meanest, the baddest, the best. I'm a cool, cool jerk. Cool jerk. <laughs> He's just like, you want to see what I can do? Get out of here, you little pervert, before I slap you. Yeah, man. I forgot that Tim Curry is the second. I forgot that Tim Curry is the, like, one of the villains in that. Like, he's the hotel guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to catch Kevin. And Kevin. no, fucking uh, Deuce Bigelow's in it, too, man. Yeah, he's he's like... He's yeah. a bellhop. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. What's that fucking guy? Rob Schneider. Man, Rob Schneider, man. Yeah, the second one rocks. Donald Trump's in it. Yeah. It rules, dude. He's also in uh, Little Rascal. That's true. And he... It's all good. Thank you. It's like all he says. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. true. It's me. My name's Donald. Crap. <laughs> I would love, you know, 
Like in that whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, I would love for them to find out that Donald Trump just actually fucked all the little rascals. And they're like, they're like holding on. <laughs> they just hold on to the evidence. And Bernie Sanders wins the Democratic fucking thing. And hey, he's he's, he's like, during the debate, he's like, I've held on to this for years. Finally, <laughs> the information <laughs> is free to come out. Okay? Here's the thing I've been waiting to tell you. Donald Trump, you sit over there smug in your suit with your hair. You talk down to me and the rest of the Jewish people. We do not stand for it anymore. Here is the evidence that you and Jeffrey Epstein took Spanky, Alfalfa, Darla, and the dog, and you had sex with him <laughs> continuously over and over again. In fact, the word rascal means abuse right. victim. You had sex with him, and it's time for the top 1% to finally pay for the crimes that they've committed against the little rascals. It's just him singing, I got a pickle, I got a pickle. <laughs> I got a pickle, hey, 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 hey. But let me tell you this. The time of the 1% having the pickle has come to an end. It's time for the 99% to have a taste of the pickle. Hey, you're fucking retarded. Your brain works, <laughs> your brain works in a different type of way, man. It works in a good way, though. I love it. All right, here's another fucking <laughs> moron. Police raided the home of Cannibal Corpse guitarist Pat O'Brien, where they found over 80 firearms, other weapons, and three skulls. Woo! <laughs> he fucking parties. O'Brien was arrested on December 10th of charges of burglary and assault after he allegedly entered a neighbor's house attacking a female occupant. According to a report by the Tampa Bay Times, police obtained a warrant to search his house after it caught fire. The fire marshal made note of his massive cachet of weapons inside. Among the confiscated weapons were about 20 handguns, 10 semi-automatic rifles such as AK-47s, and 50 shotguns. One of the shotguns was sawed off, making it illegal to own. O'Brien also had two Uzi-style guns. However... As long as his registration is in order, most of these were perfectly legal. And it was. Another rocking thing that Pat O'Brien had that could have possibly been caused to a fucking fire are two flamethrowers that he had stashed in his house. Tight. Thousands of rounds of ammunition and potential explosive devices. Tight. There was other weapons. And we all know what the other weapons were. Dildo. Maces. <laughs> Just imagine Pat O'Brien, one of the greatest riff smiths in death metal history. Man, for sure. And just metal, dude. Where he wears a, the loop, very loose-fitting cargo pant tucked into a boot. Mm -hmm. You already know what time it is. Now, my man has got goddamn near 100 guns. Now, what do we know about a loose-fitting cargo pant and a death metal musician? Then I do some riffs, man. And they've got a massive knife collection. For sure. Ninja stars, the type of knives that have four blades all the way around for yeah. no reason. Yep. You know, switch blades, swords, the disc that Xena threw. All the shit you get at the fair. You remember how Xena had that disc she threw? Yeah. It just instantly made you a lesbian? Yeah, pretty much. She's like, they're like, oh, shit, it's Xena. She's like, ay, 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 
and then they're eating her pussy. And same, I, I, she turned Kevin Sorbo into a lesbian. Yeah, I, 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 Yee is Amazon Amazonian for beaver busted. Yeah, right. That's the same thing they do to the pussy. Just like, man. No one eats pussy like Xena. Dude. And you know what's crazy? Other women scissors, Xena warrior princess kills. She still looks the same, dude. Oh, yeah. She's in uh, yeah. the uh, Evil Dead show. Yeah, it's all that fucking young what pussy. Fuck, man? Look, uh, James Brown famously said that pussy is the anti-aging fountain of youth. Now. I believe it. Imagine if you yourself have one and you could absorb all that young puss into yours. You suck the juice directly into the one you have. You're like a sexual Shang Tsung. Yeah, you're going to live forever. She is sh- immortal. Yeah, she's Shang Bung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Brian... Your hole is mine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Brian broke into the home of his neighbors, who he had never met before, with a tactical knife in his hand. And according to police, he pushed a female to the ground, claiming that the aliens have landed. Buddy, they did. <laughs> when police arrived, O'Brien charged an officer with a knife in his hand. He was stunned with a taser several times and then arrested. His house caught on fire shortly after his arrest. Okay. Firefighters tried to fight the blaze, but the ammunition and other volatile substances caused explosions <laughs> within the blaze. Firefighters had to retreat. Uh, I haven't gone. I need to go, but like, see the current update. The last thing I saw about this, that was like the most like actual newspaper concise version I could hit you with, is that the only charges that he got stuck with were for the sawed-off shotgun. So he didn't get charged with charging an officer. Yeah, I think his neighbors were. The motherfucker just was on a bender, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you fucking stay up on, you know. Which, like, I I didn't even have a song pick for this because I didn't really know what we were doing, but now I got one. All right. And it's not Cannibal Corpse. Okay. It's Nevermore because he was in Nevermore. It's no, that's true. What? What? Uh, what the fuck is the song called? What Tomorrow Knows or some shit like that. Great job. Bro. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I got ripped. Just listen to Nevermore. It's good. Here's the grand finale. You okay. ready for this shit? Yeah, let's go for it, man. St. Peter's, Missouri. Now, talk <laughs> about keeping it in the family. 17-year-old Devin Gassell carried out a robbery with two unnamed minor accomplices aged 15 and 16 back in November. In his confession, Gassell describes acting as a lookout while his accomplices broke into Deborah Matthews' home and stole $825 in cash, more than $2,000 in various other items. Among their booty was in a box... Matthew's father's ashes. <laughs> I think you say his ass. <laughs> yeah. Among the booty is his ass. The ass in the box. Show me up where like I a twat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they found out they were ashes because the the thieves mistook it for cocaine. Cool. Discarded it on the highway after tasting them and realizing their mistake. There was another complicating factor is that Matthews says the miners are related to her. She said she's very upset because of the miners. I mean, they were his grandsons. They did that to their grandfather. They didn't even realize it was their grandfather's ashes. 
I just couldn't believe that they would take the ashes. But, you know, they were just kids, I guess. And stupid. The fuck kids do, man. They snort up some ashes. <laughs> they snorted their goddamn grandpa. Man, what a grandpa just said. That's over Redenbacher, you know. He was fucking cooking. It, it tastes like a caramel corn. You, you know how you get the snort, but it tastes. Yeah. You know. You know how when you do a bunch of coke, your jaw gets to grinded? Yep. In this case, them boys got a bad case of peepaw jaw. <laughs> peepaw jaw. <laughs> all right, man. That's all we got for this week. Uh, suck my dick, America. Yeah. <laughs> I got to quit saying that. Yeah, man. I don't mean that. Come to that show at Vino's uh, YouTube. <laughs> Face uh, ins, uh, iTunes reviews, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. We'll talk to you. So speak up, yep. man. Nevermore. Show what tomorrow knows? Yeah. We'll Warlord see. clothing. Get some shirts. Well, let's wait till after the first of August. <laughs> man, I wouldn't pay nobody if they was talking shit. What? I wouldn't pay nobody if they was talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know who you're dealing with. All right. I do know, man. We'll see you next time. We love you. Fuck you.